you know, by the time that I like basically accepted that I was ready and I wanted this child and I was ready to do this and I accepted that, you know, this was going to be the relationship. The next appointment, we went to the doctor and that's when I found out, you know, that I was miscarrying. And so I felt like I willed her away. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. The best way to support the show is to subscribe and share. If you haven't left a review or ratings on iTunes, please do. It helps more people find our show. And if you want to be on it, please shoot me a note at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, we're pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. Blah, blah, blah. You know the opening. Actually, today we are doing something different. We are doing a follow-up episode. Something amazing happened this week when I put out the episode of Jennifer. Usually... You know, I love to hear from our listeners and how the episode has affected them and and saying their similarities or it made them cry really bad. We got so much great feedback from this episode, but I actually this time got a message from Jennifer herself saying that she listened to the podcast. It was very profound for her and she was so grateful that you know, I let her come on, which I'm actually grateful she came on. I'm grateful when anybody comes on and shares their truth, their, you know, their secrets, their shame, things they're holding on to, things they're not proud of, and actually things they've been through. So when she reached out to me and said that she really, when she listened, she heard herself, it had some closure for her. And that is the most beautiful thing I can ask for. I, I do these to move the listeners, to help the listeners connect to other people. Because when I listen to other people's stories about secrets and things they struggle with, it helps me not feel so alone in myself and the things I struggle with. But then I got another text from her a couple of days later. And she said, I listened to it again. And I really want to do a follow-up episode because I feel like I held back and didn't tell some more things. So today, we are going to open it up for her to let go of the last couple of things she's holding on to and get through the other side together. You know, it helps me just as much as it helps her, just as much as it helps the listeners. So we have Jennifer back today, which I'm beyond grateful. So Jennifer wrote this email to me. I listened to the podcast again. It is very profound. One thing I have thought about was the question you asked. Who did my secret hurt and help? It hurt my baby, the one who slipped away from me. And that whole situation made me not ever want to get pregnant again. I wish I would have said that. The whole episode is about me and it's so self-focused. So Jennifer, my question for you, dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? Um, Well, thanks for bringing me back on, first of all. But um, yeah, I did listen to it. And I just, I really thought a lot about it. And the person that it hurt the most was my baby. I mean, and me. It, It hurt me and her. And I 
didn't say that it, it's not I think I just I think everybody just assumes that when you lose a, a pregnancy that you know you lose a child and the episode just made me think that I was so self-absorbed about how it affected me and it did affect me physically and it was very traumatizing very traumatizing I've lost a baby too it is so traumatizing and yours was so much later in the pregnancy Mm -hmm. yeah and the thing the reason I the secret about it and the guilt that I feel about it and the reason Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to you again is because I you know it took me really 12 weeks to wrap my brain around being pregnant and accept the pregnancy. I mean, I really tottered, teetered back and forth, really not wanting to be pregnant. And I did not want this pregnancy. And I feel like I willed it away. Mm-hmm. You know, and by the time that I like basically accepted that I, you know, I, I was ready and I wanted this child and I was ready to do this. And I had accepted that, you know, this was going to be the relationship that I was going to be in with this baby. And this was what it was. Mm-hmm. And then literally, the next appointment, we went to the doctor and that's when I found out, you know, that I was miscarrying. And so I felt like I willed her away. I mean, mm. I don't know if you believe in that spiritually. Like, I felt like it was my fault. Like I made it go away. Oh, I see what you're saying. So up until that time, you weren't sure you wanted it. And then finally, yeah. when you accept it, then you lost, then you lost yeah. her. And yeah. you, you feel like that was your act. Yeah. I feel like that was my, you know, I'm not a proud of this. I'm very, like, it's very upsetting to me. To, and I, you know, self-sabotaged after that. And, yeah, because yeah, you reached out to me. When you, when you talk to me, I'll just mention a little bit of it. But you moved right after, right after the miscarriage, right after the surgery, right after the breakup. You moved across the country. I did. I did. And you said after you developed a heavy drinking problem, you Mm -hmm. got lost in the city and you started acting out. And Mm -hmm. you also wrote, I fucked everything and anything that came along. I was Mm -hmm. hiding in plain sight. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I moved from Los Angeles. You know, I had been pursuing acting and I had Mm -hmm. always wanted to live in New York City that whole Mm -hmm. time. So I thought, well, what else is it that I wanted? And it was to live in New York City. So I was, I had the opportunity. And so I took it. Um, But, you know, the combination of being distraught, essentially, emotionally vapid. I mean, I had nothing left to give. In New York, you're literally living on top of bars. Plus that, plus Tinder was just (laughs) a very bad combination. I think I racked up probably 20 to 25 sexual partners in two years. Mm -hmm. that's, you know, do the math. One a month, maybe. I was just blowing through people. I was just blowing through them. And I mean, I was pretty much intoxicated the whole time I was there, really. Honestly. Really? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't, I was never, I'd never done drugs. I was not much of a drug person. And I like started, you know, doing a few drugs that I'd never done before. I just... Like what? Well, I smoked pot, but I did try Coke. And I never had done that ever before. I don't know. I mean, I had fun. Don't get me wrong. I was enjoying the city and I was out having a good time, but I was avoiding feeling anything. I was avoiding pain, the pain. I was avoiding my pain. Yes. And when you do that, you're traumatizing yourself, whether you're, Mm -hmm. you think you're enjoying it or not, because you're there. There was this one thing my therapist told me when I was going through my darkest time that 
we try to block out the bad and the bad feelings, but what actually happens is you block out all the good too. You can't pick or choose what you block out. You just become numb to all of it. Mm -hmm. I was, I was numb to all of it. I would not let any good in. I would not let any bad in. I mean, I worked a full-time job and I excelled at my job because I just threw myself into, you know, my day job. Um, But I mean, I also... I had no emotion left for my artistry. I mean, it really hurt me as an artist Mm -hmm. because you have nothing like, you know, as artists, we are givers. That's what we do. And I had nothing. I I had nothing to give. You were so depleted. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I can identify with that because the first year of my sobriety in my program, I didn't even work for the first year. I couldn't even walk into auditions because I was like, Mm -hmm. how can I give Mm -hmm. myself and become someone else when I don't even have myself? Right. That's, I mean, here I am in New York city for theater because I loved it so much. It was my, it's my home. And I wouldn't, I couldn't walk into a theater, Brie. I could not go into, I couldn't even go to the theater to see a show. Mm. So I mean, but the thing is, I just carried around the guilt of it because I feel like that was my responsibility and I own that. I mean, I, I do still feel like I may, I willed that situation to occur and whether that is logical or not, that's how I feel about it, you know? No, I hear you. And I feel sometimes when we have those negative thoughts and then something negative happens that we made it happen, but as... Mm -hmm someone that's been through some really shitty times and some shitty things. Like I wish we were that powerful, but we're not. Yeah. But you also wrote to me, you felt when you listened to your episode that you demonized your ex a little bit that he, I'm just going to give a little bit of background on what you wrote in this text. You know, he was abused as a child. That's what made him the way he is. He has major demons and I cannot imagine having to fight. He was actually a loving man, just broken and hurting. And it wasn't, he wasn't right for me, but I have no ill will towards him. Only love, caring, understanding, and affection and friendship. He was just as devastated by this loss as I was. And he sat next to me the entire time, held my hand throughout whole ordeal, bloody and all. Yeah. I mean, I did feel very strongly that I ended up demonizing him in Mm -hmm. that episode. And that was not my intention. You know, relationships are complicated and they're entwined. And there's two people with all of their everything coming together. And I understood why in certain circumstances he behaved the way he did because he was hurt and you know hurt hurt people people, Mm -hmm. hurt people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um but the opposite of that was that he was loving and genuine and funny and cared for me deeply and loved me deeply and he just couldn't help himself and I understood that but I just didn't know if I could do it and raise a child and really at the end of the day the truth of the matter is and I own this is that I just didn't love him like I should have yeah like I wasn't in love with him I loved him and like I loved him you know up to 98 percent but it wasn't a hundred percent and I just that's that's on me and again I, I carried so much guilt about that mm-hmm I just carried a lot of guilt and I self-sabotage because I 
felt like I brought that entire situation on. And so I wanted to make sure that I explained that it wasn't just him and I wasn't just a victim or any, it was not that situation. And that's what it sounded like. And that is not it. And it, and he did literally sit by my side in that emergency room for hours holding my hand and he never left my side. And so it wasn't just me, it was me physically going through that, but it was, mm-hmm. we both emotionally were traumatized. And yeah. so I've felt the need to own that in this and, and be more honest and truthful about the situation and, and what had happened. So, and you know what though, that is such a beautiful thing. Honestly, I know you're still hurting and holding on to stuff, but when we take responsibility for our side of the situation, cause it's usually two people are involved yeah. that there's something about that, that just lets the air come in now instead of being closed down. And I can tell you're still really hurting. And, Mm. and I have to say someone that's been through loss also, you did not cause this. Like God has a plan. We, sometimes we have to go through the worst times in our life to actually see Maybe this isn't right. Maybe this was relationships not right. Maybe I need to really look at my stuff and be different. And I feel like that's where you are. And it's such a beautiful place. Yeah. I mean, I I have, I think my baby Mm -hmm. knew, I think she knew I wasn't ready. And I think she said, I'll come see you again sometime, some way. Yeah. I do think that. And she did come into my dream at one point. It was very strange, but I, I won't get into that. But to your point, I'm, you know, it's been seven or eight years now and I'm, I'm just now thawing and I, I am healing and it's taken this long and you just don't know it when you're in it. You don't realize that you're, you just, you're in it. You don't You're realize. trying to survive. I didn't, know, yes, <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I was being a maniac and I, I just didn't know it. You just are. I'm just being a maniac. And so, and, and in that regard, there is one other person that I think that this hurt because mm-hmm. I had a good friend that I was living with in New York City who saw it all go down and knew him and knew situation and saw me just spiraling. And yeah, I just owe her an enormous amount of gratitude because she didn't never judge me and she stood by my side and she was just my friend and she still is. And she, you know, I, I owe her an apology and she, I have apologized to her and she's like, you have nothing to apologize to me about. So anyway, I don't want to make this about me. I just wanted to come on and, and say that I did not intend at all. It is not my intention to demonize him because that is not the truth of it. The truth is I just didn't love him like I should have. Yeah. And you guys weren't a good match and it's not, listen, marriage and being a couple is already hard enough to bring a baby into it. I mean, I have a baby and a marriage and it is hard, hard, hard work. So to own that, like you didn't love him enough and that's okay. That's okay. You know, you love him as a friend and you're really grateful. And maybe, I don't know, something just inspired me, but maybe like doing something creative with this moment that happened in your, in your life and turning it into something where you can finally just release it. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do have to say to you, Bree, my friend, hmm. that doing this podcast has been cathartic for me. So oh. I'm so happy because I had to like pull your teeth to do it. Just so you guys know, like he was dodging me like the plague (laughs) and we're in the plague right now. I really was. I really was. Yes. I really, I was. Yes. No, but I love you. And I think this is such a great podcast and thank um, thank you for 
letting me come back on and thank you for letting me come on to begin with. And I hope I explained myself well here just now and that, you know, I, I think I really did mean that though. That is the biggest lesson this all taught me is just if you are in a situation or, and I meant it, even if it's a good situation and it's just not the right one for you, you know, to be honest with yourself, Yeah. you know, so because you could avoid all this stuff that I did to myself. I think that's great advice. I think owning your, your shit is what you're saying. Yeah. So if you're out there struggling, you're in a relationship, you're not sure about you're, you know, maybe about to have a baby or anything. You just like come to Jesus with yourself, right? So, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. you spiral because when you, you do. say lies or secrets to yourself, that's even more damaging. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not, I, this is Achilles heel that I have. I, you know, I avoided my pain. Mm-hmm. So I can't sit here and rightly say, don't avoid your pain. Cause it's just natural. We're Some human. Do that. We all right. try to, avo- nobody wants to feel yeah. pain. That's why we're on Instagram all the time. <laughs> right, right, <exactly. laughs> it's like scanning, yeah. doing anything, going shopping, eating that piece of cake that I just had. So like all that <laughs> right, stuff exactly. we do because yeah. as, as humans, we don't want to feel a lot of pain. Yeah. I would, you know, if you can, and you have the courage to just face it and sit in it, that would be my other advice, you know, because I did it, I avoided it and I ran like crazy and it just, you know. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you too, my friend. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. you again for listening to secret life podcast please subscribe share send me a note and you can always support the show with a donation on our site secretlifepodcast.com until next time bye